0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to our weekly baseball chat. We're talking all things Buccos here. Uh, Hope and uh, happy 4th of July to all of you. Andrew Destin here, of course, with our very own Jason Mackey. And uh, Jason, a lot of family business going on in each of our ends. I know you got yours around you. I just sent my dad off to the grocery store here in beautiful Los Angeles. Uh, a lot going on on the family front for us.
1: I know. I shooed my family off from uh, my hotel room in beautiful Erie. Um, you know, bustling metropolis, Erie, bustling metropolis, Los Angeles. I really don't see any difference. Um, no, so I had a couple of days off. We, uh, we jetted up here, uh, not, not completely disappearing, but I love Erie, man. I, it, people may think I'm nuts for, for this, but it was, uh, we went on a really fun vacation with my dad before he passed. It was the last thing we ever did. And so, or like the last vacation we ever took with him. So we try to take the kids up here every summer for a couple of days and, um, Got away and and yeah, I just shooed my wife and kids off, or they left me, whatever you want to say, to go explore. So let's talk some ball, man. I like it.
0: Yeah, hey, we got 20, 30 minutes. We'll maximize it. You'll get yeah. back to the family. I'll go for a walk with my dad. We, we got a lot to get to. So, well, but yeah. most importantly, to get to MLB draft. We got yeah. Pirates picking one one here in less than a week. Um, last we talked on the show was a lot about Skeens Cruise. Feels like a good place to pick up again here. Um, what what's uh. What are you most looking forward to, I guess, with that 1-1 one, one pick? And I guess to open it up in general, what are we looking at here with the draft?
1: I, I'm not looking forward to anything. I'm actually scared to death of it. i <laughs> totally honest with you. Um, I, and, and here's, you know, we can explain this stuff. You know, I was talking yep. to somebody who's pretty darn close to the, the situation that he's seen every kid at the top of the draft, know, knows them quite well talking to him on Saturday night and, you know, just sort of going through possibilities, what you think the Pirates might do, etc cetera. And it, it, very real, like, I think they're going to go with the high school kid. I think they're going to take Max, Max Clark. Like, that's the sort of rub around this thing right now. I like, okay, all right. Um, you know, and then I started calling some other scouts and texting with some people. And, like, yeah, you know, I mean, let, let's be honest. Nobody knows exactly what they're going to do, right? right? But, you know, there's a healthy – skepticism or thought out there that like they've poured a lot of effort into Wyatt Langford, Walker Jenkins, Max Clark. It's not a given that they're going to take Paul Skeens or Dylan Cruz. We talked to Ben Sherrington on Saturday and he said a couple times, like our, our list is much wider than two guys. Now I do leave open the possibility that this is the week before the draft. Sometimes weird stuff happens. Things often change at a rapid pace and who the heck knows what happens when they're on the clock for that pick. But I do think and I wrote this this morning like you know people just need to be aware of the possibility that I think a lot of you know like me you a lot of people you're hearing things about this their draft two weeks ago I think it was assumed it was Skeens or Cruz. I just don't think that's as much of an assumption right now
0: right yeah no it's it's a fascinating thing because you look at some of these other prospects right like a Wyatt Langford it's I mean played for a really good team in Florida is a very you know highly thought of prospect in his own right I understand. And, you know, there are going to be those who say it needs to be either schemes or crews and nobody else you know, matters. But I think that's a little bit too simplistic. That's maybe not looking at the whole depth of it. And again, this is a very different draft than two years ago when you went Davis 1-1 and you wanted to diversify the, the pool money that you could spend. But right. That has to be at least a consideration, something to talk about in light of these other prospects, because, yes, it's a top heavy top two guys in schemes and crews. These are big names. But it's not just a good pros or good draft because of two guys. It's a good draft right. because the group right underneath that, you know, hypothetically, if we're creating uh, hierarchies here, like the group beneath that, you mentioned all those names. There's some legitimate talent there. So I don't think, to your point, it should be such a foregone conclusion of how do you go after about it. Is it skiing or is it cruise? Like the larger discussion kudos to the pirates for keeping that dialogue open, because I think that that's warranted. I don't think it should be such a form.
1: There's no kudos. Take your kudos and go (laughs) sprinkle them on the streets of Los Angeles. Friend. I don't want, I don't want your kudos. I hate it. I really do. Andrew. I hate it. Like, I I, I guess I understand if you're at the top and and this is like my rebuttal to that, of course, you're going to look at other guys. Of course you you would be silly not. But at the end of the day, if you want to compare this draft to what they did in 2021, in 2021, there was no clear, like, there's this group, and then everybody, or, or I shouldn't say that. There weren't tiers the way there are here. Like, there's very clearly Cruz and Skeens, and then the other three. That's not to say that the other three are bad players, but you're getting more. You're getting guys who are more major league ready, at least when you look at, like, Jenkins or Clark with the two LSU kids. Now, Lank, Wyatt Langford's probably a tweener. I think he's you know, reasonably ready, maybe not next year, but like, you know, okay. That's a middle ground in 2021. I remember that there's like a lot of high school shortstops, you know, there were similar guys. Do you like Jordan Lawler? Do you like, um, Marcelo Meyer? I'm trying to think Brady house was another one of them, you know, and then you go with a college catcher, like, okay. Um, I think that was rocker and lighter, and, you know, they had certain asks like it wasn't that there was one or two guys that were discernibly better from the pack. And that's my issue with this draft. There are one or two guys that are discernibly better from the pack. Now, all of that being said, if their asks for like a bonus or just astronomical, if you see the Nationals, they wind up signing skeins and. You know, I don't know where. Well, I guess the Nationals, if they get Cruz, they probably end up signing him. But, you know, like if you see those bonuses and they're like nine point eight, ten plus, something like that. And that's why we found out that the Pirates passed because they didn't want to lump all of their allotted money into it. I guess I get that. But we don't have that piece of information now. So right now I hate it. But I don't know. With some context, I guess I could kind of understand
0: yeah. It's a tough one. Cause I mean, yeah, you have, I mean, what's the, the, the total number we're working with here, right? It's a, you know, a 16 million or whatever the number might be in total. I understand, you know, yeah. what the thought process is there, but there's also to the point, I know an MLB draft is very different from any other draft. It, it certainly is in any other right for any other professional sport, but at some point you just kind of have to say, get the best guy available. Right. I mean, you're not playing for best right. fit. Certainly this isn't the NFL or the NBA in that aspect, It's more similar to the NHL in the sense that you're projecting guys out. But at some point, you have to say, there's two bona fide can't-miss guys. Sure thing prospects, 1A, 1B. At some point, you got to just throw up your hands and say, we're choosing the guy we like the best of the two, whatever the pretty penny, right?
1: So when we talked to Charrington on Saturday, Andrew, I mean, he talked a lot about best player available. It doesn't necessarily matter where we are as a team right now. Still the best thing to do for any they, any any major league team is to stick with the best player available. So if you're going to stick with the best player available, I don't understand how that's Max Clark. I mean, I guess you can make the argument that like in five years, he's going to be a better player than Cruz or Skeens, but I'm not buying that argument. I would rather have one of those two guys that I know that can help me reasonably soon. And I mean, that's a pretty darn high ceiling with both those guys. If you're comfortable taking the risk as a pitcher, which I would be, I, that to be fair, like that's the the one I would take. I try to get a little bit of a discount on schemes, but either way, man, like I, I just, I hope it's one of those two and I'm fearful of how furious the fan base is going to be if they don't take cruiser schemes.
0: Yeah. And I, I think it's at this point too, it's like kind of just have your pick, right? If you're thinking the outfield depth, I know we've talked about that of, oh, like the minor league system isn't chock full of guys in the outfield, but then there's the discussion about developing arms. Like to me, a bona fide frontline guy, they've done it before with Cole, like, I uh, I, I sit in the camp of schemes. I still think they go with Cruz. I I don't feel as confident as I do now as I did a week ago, but, like, who knows how this goes. But to me, I mean, a guy who throws 100 consistently, what he did in a tough conference in the SEC pitching-wise, to me it's skeins. But, I mean, neither neither here nor there. I'm not the one making these decisions, which I'll, I'll well, gladly say that.
1: <laughs> I, I think people would understand if it was schemes. Like, as, mu- as much crying as there is about
0: Dylan Cruz –
1: there's a pretty darn good argument for Paul Skeens. And you can say like what this kid could be is something that we would never afford or never pay for whatever. And like just a premium arm, he's being called the best college pitcher since Steven Strasburg. And like, I know people will immediately take that and say, Oh, well he's destined to have arm trouble. Not necessarily, not necessarily. You know, he could just be what Strasburg never quite was able to be, or was only occasionally that when he was healthy. I just, I, I have a tough time turning down pitching that good. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Well, we're talking about guys who might be coming pirates. Let's pivot to people who are still pirates and seem to be for the foreseeable future. I hope I did a good job pivoting there. I'm, I'm not that was positive. Great.
1: That, that was so smooth.
0: Oh, thank you, Jason. All right, balls in your court, man. Then we'll, then we'll pivot it back. But uh, Andrew McCutcheon, Bob Nutting, let's get into that. Nutting basically saying, this guy's here as long as he wants. Uh, McCutcheon yeah. had made that pretty darn clear. Uh, take me through that. Take me through what yeah. we heard from Bob. Yeah, and good on, good on Bob,
1: good on the Pirates. It's the exact right call. Andrew McCutcheon means so much to this franchise, and I think I've said it before, but I'll say it here now just to make sure. Um, covering Cutch and covering the return of Cutch, because obviously I didn't do it the first time, is something that I absolutely cherish in my career, and I love every additional layer or chapter to this story, and I think this is a really important one. Um, not only Andrew McCutcheon coming back and playing so darn well, which he's done, and starting to get more and more recognition for it. You know, there was some pretty good chatter around the All-Star game about him potentially making it. I still don't think he would be out of place. We'll see what happens there. But, I mean, Cut should never play for another team. Cut should be able to play in Pittsburgh for as long as he wants to. And that's finally, like, that's what Bob Nutting said. And uh, that has been my understanding. It was my understanding from the moment that Nutting – you know, I'll say Nutting signed McCutcheon, but the Pirates signed McCutcheon and Nutting was the one that worked it out. Like one of the very first discussions he had with anybody that people had with him was like, you know, we can't trade him. Right. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, no, like we're not doing that. Andrew is here. As long as Andrew wants to be here, you know, and I, sure. Like Kutch could wake up one day and say, I want to go chase a ring or or be in the playoffs or something like that. And I'm sure the Pirates would just honor his wishes and do that. But, being around him, you've been around him. There's, there's none of that. He likes being here. He likes showing his kids what daddy did. And like, man, I get that, you know, I'm so much on a lower scale than Kutch, but it's the coolest thing in the world that my kids are getting old enough to like see what I do for a living. I can only imagine when that involves, you know, daddy was an MVP, daddy was a silver slugger, daddy won gold gloves, you know, look at what he did in 2013. Look at what these teams mean, you know, and, and like, that's that's awesome. and He's soaking that up and he should be allowed. And he's producing and this team values him and they appreciate him like he has a voice in that clubhouse already. It's the most powerful voice there is. It's not close. You know what Kutch says goes and, and he keeps things light. They, he keeps them focused. Like, I just like it so much. And I'm so glad that they said it because, no, he should never play for another team. He should retire here whenever he feels like retiring.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, you Brent mentioned the clubhouse stuff. I mean, the presence that he involves there has been huge. That's been my biggest takeaway from him. But, I mean, yeah. the on-field results, that speaks for itself for what he's done as a DH. And that's battling through injury, like stuff that's been, you know, giving him a hard time, whether that's the elbow, whatever that may be. Like, he's playing through it, and you can make an argument, you know, I I think you could at the very least, but given what he's doing at the plate, that this is a guy who is knocking on the door of deserving a shot to be in Seattle in a week. You know, that's yeah. certainly subject to debate, but this, I, I keep going back to this. I'm probably beating a dead horse, but like anybody who in the winter said this was a PR move or like the pirates trying to make wow. a play, like how, how, how long ago does that feel now? Like this, this is somebody who has exactly. been huge on the field and also in the clubhouse, like, like we've both mentioned. And I mean, there's no, re- there's, there shouldn't be a surprise when people read your superlatives and, Team MVP so far. He's been huge, and he's been he can be here as long as they want him. Oh, you him.
1: you can make touch into a lot of different things from this first half, man. I mean, like I did a best moment thing in there, and probably his 2000th hit should have been mentioned or should have been up there higher. You know, at least an honorable mention. But yes, I I agree with you. It's just been so darn fun, uh, and yeah, the idea that this is some sort of PR move like get get out of here. You know what? Even if it is like Andrew McCutcheon deserves that right. Like, let's yeah. say Andrew McCutcheon – Wasn't very good. And texted Bob Nutting and and was like, hey, like, I want to spend one more year in Pittsburgh and, like, finish here. I don't care if he was the worst baseball player ever. That dude deserves it. He deserves a victory lap. And this is the furthest thing from a victory lap, you know, and he's also the furthest thing from done. The way Kutch is going, man, I don't understand why, like, why put a limit on him at this point. Why Figured out the DH thing. I think he'll get back in right field eventually. Like, they're trying to be cautious with his elbow and get him healed up and whatever. But like he can do this for a couple more years. He's taking great at bats. There's still power. There's still speed. I I I really, really, really like the way he's played this season.
0: Yeah, no. And it's uh we kind of tipped our hand there with the way he's been playing, perhaps being deserving of being an all star. Let's uh let's get into some of the other guys. Or at least as of right now, the other guy who right now has been tabbed an all-star for the Pirates. Mitch Keller, of course, getting the nod there as the Pirates representative right now. Um I'll ask you, Jason, then give you my thoughts on this. Uh, Keller getting the All Star nod. Agreed. Did they get it right? Is this the right guy for the Pirates?
1: I mean, I I will never say a negative word about Mitch in that context. He deserves it. I'm happy for him and all that stuff. Not not to take anything away from Mitch. David Bednar should be there too. I I think they, it's, and it's a flawed format, really. It's not like anybody looked at Bednar and said, well, he's not good enough. You know, it's a bit once you go through and say, we got to have one on every team. And, you know, like, Mitch deserves it, objectively. He's been one of the best starting pitchers in the National League. He had a start of, like, a run of three bad starts. If you take that out, I mean, Mitch Keller's, like, you know, two or three best starters in the National Like, we could talk about him starting the All-Star game. Forget even being there. So, yeah, I mean, I love the idea that Mitch made it. He deserves it. I'm super happy for him. Um, and that's not like a, a rooting, you know, oh, you're some sort of homer. It's it's just coming from a place like I've seen this kid at, at zero. I've seen him less than zero getting banished to the minor leagues and how beat up he was and how many people told him he sucked. And, you know, he just kept going and he kept working his tail off. And, like, I respect the heck out of that. I respect the heck out of the, the work ethic, the way Mitch has kept his head, the way he's always been honest, genuine, accessible, respectful to us, those of us doing our jobs every day. Um, i just i really like the kid personally and when you see somebody like that finally find success i don't know how you can't be happy for him so yes a, a billion percent andrew i love that that he's going i think he deserves it i just hope that you know something ends up happening and I, I do get the sense and this is purely just my gut um, but one more pirate will be in there i I've, i fully believe that somebody's gonna pull out somebody's not going to be able to go and it's going to be either cut or Bednar joining them, i think
0: yeah so what do you think Totally agreed on Keller. Um, I think just given it, and it's twofold, right? It's not just the performance, but it's also, I think it's a little bit harder to quantify versus just, you know, just a simple stat like war or something like that. Like Keller has been so huge for a rotation that, you know, has been a- effective this year for the most part by and large, but has also dealt with injuries and right. And Mitch has been the guy yeah. who consistently has been giving you innings been consistently giving you good outings for the most part aside from the three that you mentioned so like within that context it's hard for me to imagine where this team would be without him Um, just in the sense of like you go back to May during that slide in May obviously his complete game shutout against the Rockies didn't you know prevent them from having a really rough month but like what if that doesn't happen does it spiral even more like what is the context of that game not happening or you know, him giving them a chance in Miami and almost getting them out of that skid if they come back and win the next game, right? Like, yes. there's things that are hard to quantify of, like, this guy has been their bona fide ace. He's been their stopper when, you know, for lack of a better phrase, shit's hit the fan. Like, he's been huge for them in that, in that aspect. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. What's that?
1: All you got to do is say earmuffs.
0: <laughs> earmuffs, i sure that
1: You know what that's from?
0: Uh, it's just... a movie. I don't know which one.
1: Andrew.
0: All right, give old school. old school. Is it old school? Ah, uh, you know what's bad? I actually have watched that movie. That's, it's That's what? Luke Wals- No, I'm saying it's bad that I didn't know the reference. Oh, That's, okay, okay. I'm, I'm mad at myself. I'm like, I watched that with my dad like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I I will joke with my mom sometimes about like my college education and be like, you have no idea how many times I watched that, that movie in college. Cause I mean, we would watch it on like bus trips to baseball games and stuff. And she's like, Oh yeah, great. Glad we paid for your college. You know, glad, glad we spent so much money on college. So you could watch old school. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, We're so, going streaking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Through the quad into the gymnasium.
1: All well, you got to do some earmuffs and you can say,
0: you know, yeah. the line. All right. Okay. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's just to summarize those thoughts. And I, uh, I, I totally agreed with you on uh, on the point of it's going to be one more guy. I think it's Bednar too. I mean, I would love to see for his sake cutch there too. I just, I don't know if it's uh, if the numbers game is going to work out that well. And then, you know, I, it's also the factor of he has been limited defensively this year in terms of how much he's played in the outfield. So you're kind of evaluating that guy just based on the hitting and there's Plenty of deserving candidates at DH too. Um, not yeah. to discredit anything that catches down. It's just a crowded field there. Versus, I think of the closers, Bednar has truly been elite there this year for the Pirates. Yeah.
1: And I've had this brought up a few times because last year they did like the legacy picks or whatever with Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera, and that's a great idea. But they have to be. It, it's my understanding handpicked by Rob Manfred or his you know people in his office, and it's generally like a special case kind of thing um it's not like you know oh we have to have one legacy pick each year no it's still possible and I thought about that I'm like is McCutcheon deserving of that but and, and I think he's deserving um the Mets made a trade but that's not us just <laughs> typic- typical beat writer stuff where your phone's always having alerts um, anyway no so I thought could McCutcheon end up as like a legacy pick but honestly in the National League if you're going to pick one guy that like probably otherwise doesn't deserve to be here, but you know, he's on his way out and, and has done this stuff before it'd be Adam Wayne. Right. Right. Like they would, they'd bring Wayno in. And uh, if, if we knew this was Kutch's last year, which he's already gone rec- on record saying it's not, I think they'll probably kick the can and, and it'll have to be on merit. So it might depend on who pulls out of the all-star game if Kutch fits, but yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, if you're going to say ability wise, like who's who should be here, who's not from the Pirates? I mean, it's clearly betting. I have no issue with that.
0: Yeah, totally. And a uh, good good call on the way. No, that's a that's a good one there because especially I, I also like that. Just to to uh, go with that sidetrack is yeah. I mean, it's nice in an All Star game to have moments like that to go back to the Jeters to go to the Cabreras. Like it's it's a neat moment for baseball and it's what's good about baseball, right? So,
1: yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think the game needs to remember what it is and what, and I don't mean like baseball holistically. I mean, like literally the all-star game. I mean, it's entertainment, right? It should be like pomp and circumstance. You have guys like that who are stepping away, like give them one more time around their buddies, you know, like let Wayno come in and pitch an inning and celebrate himself. And, um, you know, and I I love what they did with Pujols and Miggy and whatever, like bring, bring those legends back for a year. And McCutcheon absolutely fits that. But you know, you've got an 8.40 OPS, and you're saying you're playing another year, and I'm not on
0: Like, I think I might kick the can if I'm if I'm man Like, that's okay. Yeah, might need to kick that can a couple of years at the very yeah. least. Yeah. yeah, he's doing fun. well. Well, hopefully, you get to see a wayno or a few of those a uh, few of those guys entering the twilight here in Seattle in uh what a week's yeah. time, eight eight days. I got that right.
1: Yep, something like that. I fly out Saturday. Um, we're we're only in Erie like two days. I think we're going back Wednesday afternoon. Uh, yeah, and then fly out there on Saturday for the futures game, the draft, all kinds of stuff. It's gonna be a, it's your first one of these on on the beat. They uh, don't plan on sleeping much.
0: No, nope, no, no intentions of that. But thankfully, you should have mom's cooking back at home to to get me oh, through that. True. So I won't be worried about anything except writing and eating. I think that's the plan. <laughs>
1: it's a good way to <laughs> <think> live,
0: <laughs> Uh, all right. I think I'm. Uh, I think we're all good over here. Should we uh, yeah. let you get back to the kiddos in Erie? Good talk. I like it. Good talk as always. And uh, be sure to hit the like button. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay updated with all of our latest content, especially here about Bucko's baseball. If you haven't already, check out our subscription deal in the description. $6, six months of access. Plenty of sports news to keep up with. And don't want to miss it. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you for checking out this content from Post Gazette Sports. If you liked the video, please like it and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you enjoyed it on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts. For six months of digital access to post for just $6, click the link down in the description.